we curate, we consult, and we deliver. Young and Cerebral is a round-the-clock media company that will help you thrive every second. Contact us. Call 081-330-38749 or 080-697-45260. You can email us with contact at youngcerebral.com or visit our website on www.youngcerebral.com. Young and Cerebral. Thriving with solutions. Have you been disconnected because you didn't link your national identification number to your MTN number? Don't worry. If you already have your NIN, here are five ways to reconnect. 1. Dial star 785 hash. 2. Text your national identification number NIN to 785. 3. Chat with Ziggy on WhatsApp number plus 234-9033-00001. 4. Visit my MTN NG app. Or 5. Visit www.mtn.ng. If you don't have a national identification number, just walk into any MTN store or NIMSI center near you or visit the MTN website to book an appointment. What are we doing today? Signals on 91.3 Lagos Talks. My name is Adewumi Ushudi, and this morning we'll go straight to Signals Business. We pitch and sell in 30 seconds. Your name, your location, what do you sell? What's unique or special about your product, your service, and how can we reach you? Your WhatsApp line is fine. Please, if you have called before, Victor and, and the man in Lekki, you should not call you. Let new fresh people. Call us 9 Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Hello. Uh, you have a Nico Plus. Okay. Right there at Ladder of the Market. And also, I have a Google account on Nico, on the setup. And my number is 080. Three six eight one one zero two seven. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, Welcome back to Signals. Signals are 91.3, Lagos Ox. My name is Adil Mioshudi. We're still on Signals Business. Your name, your location, what do you sell, what's unique, what's special about your product, and how can we reach you? Hello, good morning. Please reduce the volumes of your radio set 0092345913 Hello good morning Hello Hello good morning your name or where you calling us good from Good morning Good morning My name is John Anefiok I'm calling from um, I'm calling from um, the seat furniture and decoration mm. We are into furniture. It's a time delivery company. We deliver on time and we take customer consideration. 
and our office is at um, Okombo Road. Our phone number, that's our WhatsApp number, is 80 Thank you. Hello, good morning. Zero zero nine one nine one three nine one three. Zero zero nine triple two zero nine one three. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Your name or where are you calling us from? My my name is Ade Ogubayo. I'm calling from Igbe, Lagos. Okay, what are we saying? Our product and services include the making of the cake or for any occasion. We sell the donut, hot dog, pop of shishi, and we do training as well. And we are reachable on 081-85-077-153. Thank you. 015151913, Signals Business. We will pitch and sell in 30 seconds. The numbers to call is 009-191-3913. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Your name or where are you calling us from? Please do call us back. 009 Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Your name and where are you calling us from? Okay, my name is Tariq. I'm calling from uh, Asia. Okay, what are we selling? We understand the language of uh, business business. <laughs> Whatever language yeah. we speak, we install, we also repair, we also service, any kind of machine that has to be used. You have to call. I was very prompt and uh, very effective and uh, professional. Our phone number is 0273-675-63. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Signals Business, your name and where you're calling us from. Your name, your location, what do you sell, what's special about your product, your service, and how can we reach you? 9 191 Zero eight zero nine two three four five nine one three. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Your name and where are you calling us from? I'm Nathaniel calling from Ethiopia. Okay, what's what is Nathaniel selling? I'm an Okay, so how can we reach you? How can we reach you? Your WhatsApp line. Okay, Zuid Thank you. Hello, good morning. Please, hello, I can hear you. Please reduce the volume of your radio set. I can hear you. Go ahead, please. Ma'am? I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay, me. I'm calling you from the National Theatre again. What's your NGC name? Block five. My name is Peter. What are we selling? All right. We are into entertainment and marketing. We have um, uh, clowns here, DJs, hype men. We have musicians um, here, dancers and uh, models that we put together to host events to uh, great marketing, road shows for products. That is to say, people that have new products on market, we help them to brand their events and do proper marketing for them to actually uh, make a sales. Okay, so how can we reach you? How can we reach you? Um, I'm using the same phone where the number is now. Yes, call us. call you. I will track the number and I'll test it. No, no, just call the number. Do you know the number by heart? Uh, The number by heart. Yes, your number. I'm trying to get the number by heart now. Okay, if you have the number, call us back. Okay, okay, I'll call. Hello, good morning. 
Hello, good morning. Good morning, Yonima. Where are you calling us from? Yes. Am I on to make us talk business speech? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, my name is Good Motive, and I'm calling you from Lasso Igondo Road here at Tobadori. Right. So, on Good Motive stores, we sell satellite decoder dish for watching free to air satellite TV channels that you are not paying monthly or yearly subscriptions. Watch satellite channels without paying monthly subscriptions. So, how can we reach because, you? Okay, so by you can reach me through my phone number zero eight zero. Six four nine six zero zero nine three. Thank you. Signals business or repeat and sell in thirty seconds. Your name, your location, what do you sell? What's unique? What's special about your product? And how can we reach you? The numbers to call is zero one five one five one nine one three. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Your name or where you calling? My name is Richard Chukwu. Mm-hmm. I'm calling from Tejo Show Market. What are we selling? Okay, I sell women's wear, women underneath. So how can we reach you? Oga? Okay. Please call us back. 9 3913 Zero zero nine triple two zero nine one three. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. All right. It's the same guy that calls from the National Theater NCAC Block Five. Okay. Give us your number, um, please. The, the phone number is zero nine one. Okay. Three five one. Mhm. Five four three. Mhm. Two, four. Okay, then. Thank you. Signals Business, your name, your location, what do you sell, what's unique, what's special about your product, and how can we reach you, your WhatsApp line. The numbers to call is 009-191-3913. Hello, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Your relative and friend, Ikechuku John, one of tickets you only know credit is Okay. Please kindly help us inform your friend, Ikechuku John, one of tickets to pay up. Otherwise, you block his Vivian. Really? God. Okay. 009-191-3913 for people who want to call in to sell their businesses. For the sake of God, this spamming calls. People, you, you, you loan money and then people start to call. It's embarrassing. Anyway, 0151519131 or 0151. Five one nine one three signals business will repeat and sell in thirty seconds. I have one minute to go. Zero zero nine one nine one three nine one three zero zero nine triple two zero nine one three. One more minute to go. It's going to be our last caller for this segment. Zero one five one five one nine one three or zero one five one five zero nine one three. Okay then. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Have you been disconnected because you didn't link your national identification number to your MTN number? Don't worry. If you already have your NIN, here are five ways to reconnect. One, dial star 785 hash. Two, text your national identification number NIN to 785. Three, chat with Ziggy on WhatsApp number plus two three four nine zero double three double zero double zero zero one. Four, visit my MTN NG app. Or five, visit www.mtn.ng. If you don't have a national identification number, just walk into any MTN store or NIMSI center near you or visit the MTN website to book an appointment. What are we doing today? There's a new cuisine in town. A glass of wine, a cup of coffee, and if you're like me, a glass of smoothie. With Signals, served on Lagos Talks 91.3 every Saturday at 10 a.m. Your mind will dream again.
Signals 91.3 Lagos Oaks this morning. Well, we'll continue for Signals Business next week, Saturday. God willing, we're talking touching lives through social entrepreneurship this morning. I have with me, um, she's a social entrepreneur with over six years of experience spanning education, development, non profit management, and community engagement. Um, in 2020, she became a youth lead ambassador representing Nigeria. The following year, she became a youth lead peer ambassador and giving mentorship to ambassadors under her. She also leads a project team in a thriving tech organization. She's been given several awards, some of which include the Lagos State Ministry of Youth and Social Development Award for her selfless service to girls at the center. She's, she's the, well, okay, she's currently the executive director for Lend a Hand for Development of Africa, a non-profit organization in Lagos, Nigeria, dedicated to supporting families in undeserved communities in Africa, starting with Nigeria immediate community with educational scholarships and a blend of supplementary initiatives, which include the food drive and pad for a girl drive. The various projects from the organization encourage children to go and stay in school, thereby reducing poverty, illiteracy in local communities. Welcome to Signals Abimbola Ajala. Hello, good morning. Good morning, and it's good to have you this morning. Well, we're talking social entrepreneurs. We're touching lives. You have... Um, okay, so um, a brief about Ambimbola before I start to ask her all the questions. I, I one day ran I was at the market and I was trying to get... Um, this was six years ago. <laughs> I was trying to get Pampas for my nephew and then she goes i said well i don't know how to buy anything no and she goes let's go let's go let's go and i'm like ah this sort of stuck and i'm grateful for that um help now it's not it's not too far that you have taken on that singular act and gone to improve other children's lives so we're talking social entrepreneur this morning and you're touching lives has that been for you so far it's been a very fruitful um journey okay. um, I think for myself <laughs> it's it's of course not without its um many um challenges but it's been very fruitful it's been very I feel blessed okay. if I can put it that way I feel blessed to be a part of people's narratives and journeys it's not every time that God puts people in such positions to do things so I feel like I mean I'm just enjoying myself and <laughs> really <laughs> okay now as a social entrepreneur with over six years of experience what are the common community-based challenges that you have had to solve Football. oh yeah we can hear it <laughs> tell us from that first child that you saw that caught your heart um i have quite a number right um and that's because communities that we visit or, or adopt as it were at the core of what we do at Lendian. So I would start with how the scholarship scheme was created and how the food drive started. Um so um I knew that I there was an educational inequality. It, it wasn't far off, right? Um and this is just to snowball into how the whole organization started, I want to believe. Um so I lived in Ikutemeta area of Lagos and I schooled in Festac. There was a bit of discrepancy. There was a difference. So when I got to Ebutemeta, I'll see I witnessed young girls drop out of school, become teenage mothers, young boys get into courtism. It wasn't like it wasn't prevalent at that time in Festac, but I attended one of the very good schools there. So mm. it was a shock to me to see girls leave, leave school and, and for me, I just knew that when I got to certain places in my life, or a certain place in my life, I wanted to pay it back, right? Mm. Because I had a very tenacious mom who just felt that it was education or nothing, so she would deprive herself of parties, weddings, <laughs> apologies to all the weddings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just to make sure that we went to school and stayed in school. So, um, on one of those days, my mom had been posted to a local church. Right. And then she just said in one of our morning devotions that, ah, that she really wants to help some people, yada, 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 mm-hmm. and stuff. So I just randomly, I'd be doing stuff in schools, going, when I was an undergrad at the Upper Family University, I'd be doing stuff, right? Going to secondary schools and talking to them about career choices and things like that. So 
I just said, okay, let me um, see this family you're talking about, right? So I went over to them and Tapa, I was humbled. It was a one room. There were like eight children. Dad was on the sick bed with diabetes. And the mom was just trying to navigate life. And you know, say me, I had a bag of goodies, but what struck me, Tapa, is the well-mannered mm. children she had. Okay. They didn't hustle for the food. They greeted me. It was just so cultured. And I just looked at them. All those eight children, none of them were in school at that point. Mm. And I said to myself, no, this can't be to waste. We have to do something. Mm. I didn't have the money or the resource then, but my pastor, Pastor always says this thing, that when God puts it in your heart, you put it in your hand. Okay. So, talking to some people, and they just, you know, just very passionate. Oh, this family, yada, yada. And then someone said, okay, you know what? Can we um, get the um, school fees quotation and things like that? And I'm like, yeah, what am I doing? <laughs> so I went to school, and then I spoke to the principal, and I'm like, I want to get a child in school first. I'm an organization, so can I get a bit of discount? And he was like, mm, okay, negotiation. This, this, this. <laughs> and he got that one of the children in um, that family into school. That was seven years ago. He's in SS3 right now. Good, well done. Jam next year. Okay. His older brother, we took his older brother to after we found because he started from primary school, so started from primary four with him. So we noticed eight children we're taking one okay let's do one more mm. and we took his um older brother his older brother just finished from secondary school now had the jumps of 250 distinction in his wife six years with us right so it's just been a blessing that's how the scholarship scheme came about and then now we have children in lagos ibado korodu agege suruliri all over um and then the food drive so I do this impromptu visit to schools, right? I'll just not tell the principal, not tell the teachers, not the students, and then just go and visit our beneficiaries. And in one of those occasions, one of these children was put in school. What? After paying school fees, I'm like, no, this, this, no, this is not happening. So I went over to um, the community to look for him. Hmm. I couldn't find his boy. <laughs> Why? So. We kept looking. Is even his mom didn't know where he was. We found him, a seven-year-old at that point, in the midst of boys who were smoking Indian hemp. And How old was I this was, boy? But seven. Seven. Okay. Yes. And I was very. Different. I was like, "What's happening?" You know, I, 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 and then the boys wanted to fight me. How can I take the boy away from them? You know how you ever say any to level, no level? So they don't want to give me. <laughs> I the cannot translate. <laughs> that, no, they were the ones who fed him the afternoon, hmm. right? He would be found errands for them in exchange for food. And at that point, we knew that we needed to do something for our beneficiaries. We needed to get them monthly food supplies. Do not just discourage them from running errands for food, which can you know, lead to them getting into back gangs, autism, and things like that, but also to improve learning outcomes. So the challenges in communities vary. It varies from social economic, um, even religious, right? Um, sometimes you have to convince people to say, I would rather the girl child um, come to school. They want to push the boys and then have the girls up. Do you understand? Yeah. So it's a lot. It's um, Sometimes they're just dealing with people who don't see the value of education, right? So it's, it's you pay school fees. If you check my social media, I said um, we have to confirm. I was listening to some of the things that we do when school a new session starts, and I said that we have to confirm if children are in school because we had funny cases. And some people were like, "What funny cases? We paid school fees and children don't turn up in school." Wow. Right. So it's a lot. Right? Now, now, so, now, now. Let me, let me, let me stop you a little bit and ask you. When we pay school fees, when you have taken the step to pay a child's school fees, why do you think they don't show up at school? Um, so it's, it varies. Give me a case. Give me one case that you were really worried about. This boy, right? This same boy. And he didn't show up in school because he wanted food. Wow. And he looked at me in the face and said, my mama don't give me food. Wow. He said 
happened to me after I dragged him away from those boys. Finally, me and those boys came into a consensus, and I, I apologized. Okay. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't have dragged him like that but in front of you. Maybe we should have had a conversation mm. first, and then we came into a consensus. And said, hey, now you did talk, and then all that. <laughs> and then he looked at him, and my mother gave me food. Wow. And all of these legs. Wow. He was very unruly. He was hungry. <laughs> and then, like, they yeah. say, an angry man is an angry man. Yes, it he was is. seven years old, but seven. they have void of hunger. Hmm. Tend to be filled, right? So there is that. There's some people that don't go to school because whether we like it or not, they would rather learn a skill and go to a common school. Okay. So that's where you have to conduct your assessments to say what would you what do you want to do. We have those conversations. Hmm. Say okay, I don't really to like school like that. I want to learn tailoring, right? So it's it's not how we now have the structure around it to say you can learn tailoring, but how do we now teach you? financial literacy how we do we get you mentored so you're not just that tailored down the road you're equipped for the global market you can make a dress for tapa where to work mm-hmm, you understand? because mm-hmm. it's beautiful mm. right because it's excellent you understand so yeah. there's just a number of reasons some parents would just rather tell you straight up say waiting their food for school yeah. straight up say their children want to also straight wow. up understand we have a case right now we are dealing with after we sent her to learn a skill we call to monitor so what's happening but i said she wants to go and hustle hustle so if they say hustle what do they mean by hustle look for a manual job to support them because they just learned a skill now they have they need materials they need to take time to get customers they don't have that there's no patience for that so they want to look for a manual job and that's and i'm really concerned about this case because the car and before you know it how old is she now, hold on, hold on. Now, she's 16 years old and the father is telling you that she has to go and hustle. The next question I'm asking is, what's the father doing? What's the mother doing? The mother is dead. Okay. The father has lost his job. One of these security guard jobs. Okay. It just, it's in, in slum communities, unfortunately, we are dealing with a mentality and a mindset of extreme intergenerational poverty. Wow. And I say that with all respect. It's okay. So it's it's not just poverty of one generation. It's, <laughs> it's a ripple effect. Do you understand? Mm. It's a generational yeah, poverty. One of the things we're doing at Lendian is to provide a vision and a narrative different from what they've seen. So okay. this guy, for example, the one who is passing down, is like a beacon of hope. Mm. In a go university, it mm. has not happened in his family before. His mom came for his valedictory service and she couldn't help herself. Mm. Do you understand? We had to make sure that she's there. Do you understand? Let's to ask see what you felt like. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't believe it. Like, you now want the best commercial student. Wow, that's good. Do you understand? So that's it's good. a different narrative from someone who was... There are bloodlines of people who have just been into farming, you know, going to the bush to cut wood. That's all they know. You now come and introduce schooling, education, STEM. It's like from where to where. <laughs> they have not conceive it yet. And that's the, one of the things I love about Lendian. It's the intense mentorship. It's like sometimes we take them to meet some of those celebrities, comedians, so they can see that there is life outside this slum. Okay. Because when somebody leaves a public secondary school, he doesn't even care for his wife's results. Mm. He just goes on the streets and stuff. So you then now see an ID who has gone through six years, mm. who has done this, who is waiting on the ASU strike so he can get into school. He does something to their brain. Mm. And that's the plan. So it's it's poverty. It's, it's cultural issues. It's generational background. It's lack of a narrative of something that works hmm. now how do we have um, um you've gotten id his name is id right yeah now how do we get id to tell more of his peers that they should go to school so um one of the things we're working at um this um next quarter and early next year by god's grace is to have um this kind of um, I don't want to use the word conference, but something that is like a shine on, mm. where ID shines. They see, they've heard the case. It has gone around the community. How 
Well, uh, we hope that Nigerian government answers the ASU strike. <laughs> answers them. It's, 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 it's painful because it's six months now that yeah. they've been on strike. Now, for, for ID, you know that there's that case where... And well done, well done. There's that case where um, somebody breaks forth. Let's use that. Um, let's use that tone. Somebody breaks forth, and and his peers are like, "Now only you." And then they try to suck him back into it. So how do we take him away from that circle? Right? Is a becoming of hope already? How do we take him from that circle so that they don't suck him back in? <laughs> I think ID is just one of the best kids. When he got to jail, so he got a family who wanted to adopt him. Okay, good. It's not in the slum. Ah, good. Weekends, they see him weekends. That's when these people went around that, oh, he did this because he took his wife, his dog's there, show his mom and things like Yeah, he went to bugat them. <laughs> but mm. he's in there. However, I, I understand your question and it's baffling because I would say this also out of a lot of respect here, that a lot of them also got this chance. Hmm. Okay. There's, you know, I said something to you about um this girl when the father said there's this instant gratification, validation, yes. instant money that they need. Why you can't blame them? We also have to teach them that life is process, right? Mm-hmm. I've been running this organization for close to ten years of my life, right? I did not get on Lagos stocks on the first day, uh, right? Uh. So it's enough of walking <laughs> through your life and understanding that you cannot just blow because you just learned a skill in catering. Okay. Do you understand yes, me? Yes. So that is something that it's not a <laughs> it's not a one day's job. It's not a one day's job. It's a lot. I see a lot of them in that this particular community fall by the wayside. Some got pregnant. In fact, there was one that really hurt me because we got a family that wanted to keep her. Hmm. The family wanted to send her to learn a skill. Guess what she came back to tell us? What? I don't want to use her as housemaid. <sighs> you were going to stay in a free room, just you. Mm. But you went back to the club. Now, she, now. she got pregnant? Yes. Okay. She has to keep by the way right now. Um, well, I, I hope, uh, we all hope that she's able to transfer um, the little light that she's gotten from you to her children. Now, um, before we continue our conversation, it signals on 91.3. We're talking touching life through social entrepreneurship with Abimbola Jala. And um, she's giving us case studies by case studies. If you have questions or comments, kindly WhatsApp or call us. 009 Three zero eight zero nine two three four five nine one three or call us zero zero nine one nine one three nine one three. Now, um, let's talk about the part for a girl. Tell us about it. So, um, right now we all know how expensive it is, but that's not where it stemmed up for me. Okay, right. Um, so I'll give you a very funny story. What? I'm what listening. Uh, we're all listening. Okay, well, Want to share? It's okay. Yeah. Are you comfortable sharing? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, please. <laughs> it was it was a while back in secondary school, and um, I didn't have parts. So hmm. I did a very quick dodgy thing. I went into the hostel when I got in school. I said, I just saw my period. I was like, Are you serious? Something I don't see. But I couldn't. I didn't. I couldn't afford it. Hmm. Right. So. Hmm. My friends were very, you know, <laughs> I took for more than one person so that it would last me through okay. the whole period. And as I sit back in retrospect, you know, it was a cry for help. It was, it was, it did something to me. Throughout those four days, I wasn't myself. I felt my self esteem was shattered. I was like, what if I didn't get this? Mm. You know, it was just a lot for me at that point. So when I was in uni, I. I went out to buy something. This young girl came to meet me and said, Auntie, no vessel. Have you followed you go collect pad? I'm wow. like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you have to come back. And then I just gave her the old pad. That one is fine. I said, mm. what do you use next time? So I gave her the pad and I said, you can go. Mm. And I just leave it. You had paid it forward. And the wake up moment, like, that's it. You had paid it this forward. This is your time. 
so I, I used to tell my friends, I'm like, you know, my name is Abimbola, and I'm like, if you are Abimbola's friend, you know, you should be able to do something. So I had people who give me 500, this, 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 and we started going to schools in Osho State, right? Moremi mm. mm. High School was all about points um, of call there. We just, and then it was just, it just blew my mind how girls. It wasn't just the card, it was the questions. Hmm. It was the vaginal discharge issues they couldn't answer. It was, why am I having this, um, did I have um, sex on my period? And you're like, oh, you're having sex already, okay. It was different health issues that, you know, because there wasn't wash facilities also. Remember, no toilets, no access to good water. So the cleanup was bad. It was so we have a documentary on this. I hope I can say this. And it's called I Believe Different. So if you go on YouTube, you'll see how we just spoke to different girls to get their opinion on this. So it's a lot of issues. It wasn't just the part. It was how to even dispose the parts. Mm. One of the girls in the documentary said she had to wait when it's night. Then she will go to the bush to throw it away so the boys will not see her. Imagine yeah. going to the bush and then she gets bitten by a snake. Mm. Or she gets raped on the way. So we're dealing with just not, oh, let's gather and paraphor and give people pads and look good on social media. It's mm. like an epidemic. It's happening. And girls need to be taught. They need hygiene and menstrual information, right? They need counselors. They need doctors, right? To look into them, have checks, and then, you know, yes, of course, the sanitary pads, the um, panty liners, and things like that. So it's holistic for us. It's from education to actual giving them what they need through that time of the month. Wow. Uh... <laughs> now, here's what's running through my mind that one is we're well, hoping that pad is not expensive, that it's very affordable. But then it's one thing for them to have pad. It's another thing for them not to be ashamed that they're on their monthly period. Like, you know, going at days where you need to go to the chemist to say, okay, I want to buy something. You cannot, and you have to wait for everybody to disappear first. (laughs) So how, how are we able to communicate to young girls that there's nothing to be ashamed of? Let me go on. Let me bust your head that part. I went to a school and some of the girls didn't want to collect the parts. Ha! Because the guys were watching. It, so we have to start educating the boys. So even educating the boys is, <laughs> is we have now learned that when we're having our stuff, we have to create a time, get a class. The school didn't have it all. That particular school didn't have it all. So it was the assembly ground. And they are in court. Boyfriends were there sitting down like, no more. I mean, something's wrong with the boyfriends. <laughs> Do you understand? Yes. The shame and stigma is unnecessary, but isn't the education goes beyond the girls. It's the boys. It's even their teachers. The, yes, teachers too. Teachers relate with them. It's mm. what their teachers say to them. Mm. And, you know, this particular school, I I was privileged to teach there in my NYC. I know that restrooms are bad bad worse how, how would this girl change hmm. do you understand so they are stained there isn't cardigan to cover up it's horrendous okay now because time is not my friend um let me quickly rush you through now in 2020 you were the youth lead, um, youth lead ambassador how did they influence your decisions and how did that feel good okay <laughs> at <laughs> least mom's prayers are answered yeah that's one of the things i learned through process for me right um it's like god took me on a journey of 13 old on hmm. right you know you see people in my sector and there's a lot of oh i'm here i'm there and i didn't have that but it was like god wanted me to do the work hmm. God wanted me to labor in the rock. God wanted me to see and feel their pulse some more. So when I got the opportunity to, um, as the youth lead ambassador, it was humbling for me. It was like, I get this global recognition. Are you joking? <laughs> We're not joking. So me, I met like amazing people from South Africa, from Pakistan. 
and then we still have relationships now like it strengthened my global resolve one of the partnerships we have in south africa was for my sister from that cohort right so it's like i had people or have people in my life now that we can hold hands together when the road seems for me tough and then we can say you know what it happens everywhere you know he just had a match in south africa for calling on the government to give free sanitary pads and i am i mean oh when are we going to call call our own government <laughs> when are we going to call our own government and they listen they sent a letter back yeah, you know there's deliberation and talks now so i'm excited about that so becoming the youth leader ambassador first female for nigeria was you know well and that's my first so own <laughs> it now um you know we have different funny sets of um now let me read it like this because that's what we wrote down there are a lot of fraudulent organizations that seek relief materials from international international or national organizations and this has made quite a lot of people it made it difficult for people to trust um people without proper regulations how do you how do People, when they ask you and you go to their houses to convince them that they should release their children, what do they ask you? So we've been in communities where they've asked us if we're the government. What the party or come on? So yeah. we've had people say that was, we've had people who want money, hmm. right? And you know, so it's different. Um, we've had. Um, People want us to do initiatives that suit them. So a community leader can say, oh, fine, I'll tell my people about this. But, you know, you have to wet the ground. children to be the ones to benefit first. <sighs> and, you know, it, it, it's different. Um, we take the good and the bad. We take all these lessons. And it helps us to know how to navigate each community. Because each community is different. Mm. So some communities are, they've seen it all. Hmm. They've seen people. It's like pure water to them. People like, come and go. Come again. Hmm. So it's how we let them know we're different. It's how we share our success story with them to say that community. There are four people in school. They are four for six years. Hmm. Uh, These ones that came here like this, they paid school fees. They put us on social media, and there's nothing. Hmm. Do you understand? Is hmm. that we can share our story with them, not just even stories of what we have done is stories of our personal journey and let them know that when they see me for example say, ah auntie auntie it's all fine mm. <laughs> like, i used to live in the hotel town somewhere downtown let me not call the name and it's they, they are shocked they're like really like you were oh i'm like yeah that's the plan mm. right so you can also come out of whatever slum and you can make a meaning of yourself and that is not to say the that is bad. It's just where I eat. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. <laughs> okay. Um, tell us about the Lagos Ministry of Youth and Social Development Award for her selfless service to girls at the center. I used to work um, at a correctional center, okay. right? And it was one of the most intense journey of my life because these girls are from everywhere. Girls who picked from the streets, girls who they caught in a raid with boys. It, it's just different, right? So it was introducing programs. We had the good people. Um, I don't know if I can mention their name, but we had some really amazing people who the organization gave us their doctors and nurses to come and have a psychological evaluation of the girls. We introduced tailoring. Um, it was a mathematics class where the girls would exams. It was just a very intense period of my life to see that these girls are better than where they are right it is to see that they get better integrated into the society when they come out of the center and i'm very grateful that the legal state government counted me worthy to get that award okay now you know while we're talking about that seven-year-old boy who looked at you and said auntie i never chop right as um now there's a yoruba word for it but as our street brothers the brothers on the street those guys have they called you to say, okay, I've been bolao. There's some children that needs to go to school. Have you had that? Yeah. Okay. They say to us, um, uh, uh, my brother has to go to school. Hmm. This, this, this. However, um, we have um, a needs assessment that we conduct because 
we have donors' money that we have to account for. Good. And we realize that some of them just say it because it's just wishy washy for them. Hmm. And they don't understand the in depth of what we're doing. So it's just some of them are even capable. Their parents are, can fend them through at least a government school. Do you understand? So yeah. why do five people who are orphans or fatherless or motherless? Do you understand? So we have to look at their situation critically before we now take them on board them to say, okay, yeah. Do you understand? It's different from one of the girls on our scholarship scheme whose mom is dead and the father left her for the grandma. Wow. Grandma was taken out to a school mm. where the church was funding and the church says, oh, we can't fund this anymore. Why? So that girl takes preeminence over any other person at that point. Do you understand? Yes. And this is a third session because best of all students in our class for three years mm. i cannot believe at some point in her life she had to drop out of school mm. so it's things like that that we consider before without it on or on board certain children yes okay then now will you tell us um how many people how many children benefit from these scholarships by year and how are they selected <laughs> because we work, like I said, we have donors' money to account for, so we can't afford to be scammed. So one of the things that we do <laughs> is we interact with religious leaders. When we find out, for example, um, when we go to communities to organize, um, Who, um, who are the children who's dropped out is we have to ask deliberate questions in these communities and then these answers help us to navigate. As regards the children we onboard every year, it's different. Um, sometimes it's it could be five in a session, it could be more than that. It just varies as much as what we get. So if we do get more donors, right, we're working on a very amazing partnership now i can't wait to tell to you click. all about it it will click <laughs> and not just from lagos but people in the north right mm, okay. it's i'm very particular about girls in the north and things like that so yeah it it varies it's what we have equates <laughs> who we can onboard basically because the scholarship scheme is very intense we're mm. taking care of their everything ptas school bags excursions everything so for such intensity we need funds and resources for it so as much as we would love to do a lot we're just taking our time and onboarding as we get resources basically now do you have um you've talked about need assessments um tests that you run do you also have that for the people that want to donate yes <laughs> yes okay. um we have and it's it's more like we have this discussion so that we are on the same page okay so that we understand i had a discussion with my friend Tapa, my party i'm listening for one hour. <laughs> this guy was drilling the bimbo out of me yes, but i ma'am. understand he was going to drop a lump sum and he wouldn't he just needed to get clarifications and answers and i also wanted to get clarifications and answers for from him too so there are forms you have to fill our form you know even my friends feel from they don't like it yeah shout out to you boss i know you don't like it you <laughs> <laughs> have to fill this form do you understand we get where you're living and things like that fine we've had people go to our website and donate anonymously mm-hmm. we appreciate those also however it's important that when you what we're doing is the heart and core of our lives so we want to take you on a journey you can't be sending a child to school for six years and not no progress do you understand? So we send report sheets, we send assessment sheets, we send graduation materials. So it feels like we are holding ants and mm. we're taking this journey with these children. And it's so beautiful. Okay. Now you, you've told me a lot. You've told us a lot, right? Um, if you're just tuning in, it's um, Signals and we're talking, touching life through entrepreneurship with Abimbola Jala. And um, <laughs> okay, so how would people donate? To... So, different forms go on our website, you click 
click on the donate button if you're fine i can call the numbers out now go ahead quickly every, before i continue my question i have like four minutes to go okay so what's the website Wait, bimbo wait. Bimbo wait, yo wait, bimbo wait. Let's start from the website first. Then okay, so the website is www.laafrica.com. Spell L-A-H-A-F-R-I-C-A dot com. Right. So, um, you can go on Instagram, Lendi and Africa, Twitter, Lendi and Africa. So, where I DM, email away laafrica at gmail.com and somebody will give you a response we are we are fast like that <laughs> <laughs> so how many children how many okay. children do you want to co-opt before the end of the year we want to have a hundred hundred and i know that that seems like a lot right because of the process of our onboarding and how our partnership is but fingers crossed hmm, i like that fingers crossed 100 children 100 children um earlier on the program you talked about intergenerational poverty how do we gradually break that we need to have a culture um that allows people to allow entrepreneurship thrive we need to have a culture that funds and prioritizes education Okay, so the we first to, one, the first one is entrepreneurship. Yes. Okay, the second is one that, is is that that woman that sells fish down the road should get access to small loans that can help her thrive, hmm. right? To help her also send our children to school. We also need to break the children um, stigma around the girl child education. Takwa is there. I know. It's twenty. Takwa is there. I know. I know. It's. <laughs> and, I know. It's. It's, it's huge. Uh, it's yes. huge. Is that huge that you'll yeah. be shocked that um, some people still don't know the value of education at all, and they don't want to send and those girls to school? I'm very grateful for what um, Lagos Talks is doing and what Young and Cerebral is doing because the media also has a part to play, right? It's how we say these things to that man who is holding his radio and like. I like the way this girl they talk. Maybe my child can do mm, that. Mm, do you understand? Mm. It's how we begin to spotlight things like this other than certain um conversations. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so 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 I would love to as as you journey on in um providing shelter, providing pads for girls, providing schools and getting more families to adopt children. And please, for every parent, for every family that is adopting children. We, I, I understand when somebody says that they're going to turn me to meet because that's what happens, right? Mm-hmm. That's what happens. You get into somebody's house and automatically mm-hmm. your life and and you know while it's happening physically, your mind is getting mm-hmm. messed up already, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Why we get good families, good people, they're good people, that they're, they're, they're great people who would want to help. Um, I want that one of these one of these days that you call and say that, okay, you know what? Like you fondly call me. Um, I want you to have this young girl, have this young guy interview this person and let's hear the stories. I think the more stories we're able to tell, the more people are able to see that, okay, fine, we're doing something, we're doing something and um, people need help. Well, well done. The honor of my life to do that, um, like ID, I would love that. So, so where is ID now as you speak? I did Nikorodu, right? Okay. Um, so right, right now we're just waiting, like I said, on this on why on Terry on Asu, so okay. that he can resume, basically. Okay. So yeah, I would love that. I'd love to hear Heidi's story. Yeah. <laughs> it, for me, thinking about him, how his dad was present this minute, and mm. his dad is dead, mm. and then they had to that one room and go to a place on top of water. Mm. So. It's all those shifts and him staying through for six years and still emerging best students when he even when moving from a public to a private school, school. right? I was scared when we took that leap. I was like, this boy should feel like this. <laughs> Maybe he should not stay in this public school or government school at college. Mm. But he emerged best commercial student for three years in that school. That's so it's good. a testament to the fact that if we owe these students and by God, mm. they will be. In generative. Okay, then. 
Thank you so much. My time is up. <laughs> My time is up. Um, hundred children before the end of December, right? That's what we're. That's the goal. So we're looking for more um, donations to be able to help you get hundred children to school. That would be amazing. As in, that would be so so amazing. Well done, Nabimbola. Well, we've come to the end of the program. Till we come your way again next week Saturday, like I always say on Signals, um, dream again, create opportunities for people like Abimbola is doing. She's creating more opportunities for children, for girls. And if you see a young girl at the chemistry, be you man or woman, um, father or mother, uncle or aunt, and she needs to get a part, please pay for her. That way you also paid forward. She would also pay forward. That guy would also pay forward. And then for people to when we want to come and buy stuff at your shops, don't look at us. You know that that there's a shame of. <laughs> like, there's like, no shame in um in a guy coming to say that I want to buy a pad for my for my girlfriend, for my wife, for my sister. Please look out for us as we all look out for each other. Have a wonderful week. Create opportunities for people, and because people will be people, there are still more people who need help. Um, create opportunities for them. Have a wonderful week, and God bless. My love. Bye. <laughs> today take this music and use it let it take you away and be hopeful hopeful and he'll make a way i know it ain't easy but that's okay cause we're hopeful yeah. i wish Celebrate, he will supply your need. Have a little faith and see that he go enter. That's where you define. He go enter. Might take a little time. He go enter. When the stars align, he go enter. And everything will be just fine. Cause when all who I say, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody can say no. No, no, no. Papa, hello. Cause when all who I say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody can say no. No, no. Papa, hello. Cause you get the final say. No matter what them say. No matter what them do. Yes, you get the final say. My name is um, Yinka. My dream for Nigeria is unity, basically. I want unity in the country. I'm tired of um, Boko Haram. I'm, tri- I'm tired of um, Biafrans calling for another country of their own. I feel when there's unity, we can move forward. Um, I was born in the 80s, and ever since then, I think things have been the same way or even backwards, um, electricity, good roads, governance, everything has just been the same, or uh, I just hope for a better Nigeria. Street Talk on Lagos Talks 91.3. Lagos has many voices, and everyone wants to connect, but there's only one station that lets